Well, must be Thursday at 3, somewhere. <laughs> I, uh, John Fruit in the That'd be 3 o'clock somewhere. That's Adam Buck. Yeah, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in, Me- I'm in Mexico. That's the big secret. I feel like I've blown the big, the big secret. I'm not, <laughs> not the reception area. So it's you're five. not in the reception area. No, it's it's five o'clock where I am. And what is kind of uh, great is that I went from racially fueled um, violence and peaceful protests to uh, to a hurricane in Mexico. So this this should work out great. So take your pick. <laughs> Welcome here at Small Business Update Thursday. Couple things for new people. I don't know who's new anymore, but if you're new, the key to this whole exercise is participation. On the bottom, uh, it says participants. You can raise your hand and ask a question. You can also go to Q&A if you'd rather, if you're a little shy and wanna write it. If you go to chat, chat amongst yourselves. Big, big news today. We, this is now a podcast. Do you even know what a podcast is, Adam? I'm not trying to insult you. I just am curious. <laughs> a po- yes, I know what a podcast is. I've listened to several. I've okay. never done one. Okay, well, now you are. Yeah. Um, I will uh, explain this because, uh, you know, there's a chance my mother's listening. It's just a radio show for people who can't get a radio show. So go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go wherever. You could listen to this nonsense in your car if you can't make it. And obviously, we're still on YouTube. You don't get the visual, but you get the chit-chat. So um, a lot of things to get to today. I had a, uh, a compliment and a complaint all wrapped in one beautiful bundle the other day. Mm. The compliment was that over the course of 30 minutes, there might be three things that are interesting and relevant. So I thought that was probably a little more than what I anticipated. So every 10 minutes we have to say something that's relevant? We do, apparently. Okay. Um, was that we talk about baseball too much. Mm. Constantly talking about baseball and people are not interested. So we're going to switch to basketball? That's our first story. NBA coming back. Okay. Here's the deal. Voted on, locked and loaded. July 31st, they're going to start playing. Okay, we're going to have 22 teams with a, with a regular playoff after eight regular season games. Now, here's the little twist, okay? If you're within four games, the eighth and ninth seeds will play a play-in game for the final seed, okay? Does that make sense? Did, did I just say make sense? It's like yeah. a twist, yeah. So, so Phoenix gets to play, so that's great for us. That's big. Yeah, it's big, but as my uh, kid said, we can't make the playoffs, but we can statistically. And uh, that's the good news. We're still in it. And so we are going to watch basketball. They're all going to go to Orlando. They're going to hang out there. And I know your next question. Does the Orlando Magic have to be separated from their families and like live in a bubble? No? What's in your question? The answer is yes. Orlando Magic has to move it down the street. It's all in the bubble. October 12th is game seven of the NBA finals. And that should push next season out till December 1st. That is your NBA update for today. Wow. So that, that's exciting. Um, locusts are destroying crops across India. 
more than you know, 75,000 acres have been eaten by, by locusts. Um, I look at it this way. If there's 10 plagues, we just not going off the list. So that's not bad. So in a way. Yeah. Um, but we do have some lost stuff to talk about too. Um, I guess kind of the most important thing is that the PPP Forgiveness Act that extended all those dates passed the Senate yesterday and is getting signed somewhere right around this second by the president. So looks like everybody's getting forgiven. Basically, new rule is you get 24 weeks of payroll. And if you don't have enough payroll to cover your PPP loan by then, then it's okay because that rule where only 25% could be used for rent and other expenses is now 40%. So it's going to help a lot of restaurants and other people out who weren't able to open. Um, it will make for a vast majority of people everything totally forgivable, which is why that major industry banking groups have asked that basically anything under $150,000 just be forgiven because the cost of doing paperwork is too high. So we'll see if you even have to do paperwork if you have less than 150000 but it looks like most of you are going to be extremely um, pleased that our, our previous estimates were under the original rules. You would have anywhere between about 20 to 40% of it um, wasn't going to be forgiven, just mathematically based on the two and a half times your monthly payroll and us only covering eight weeks. Well, now you have two and a half months of payroll to pay 24 weeks. So good news for pretty much everybody, right? You know, my, one of my favorite rules there is you have to either maintain your employee levels or you had to have tried to. Yeah, just, you know, <laughs> gave it a shot. you just got to try. If you tried, we'll forgive it. If you did, we'll forgive it. If you tried, it's, you know, it's yeah. basically we're going to forget it. So that application that you had, okay, that came out a few weeks ago, you can throw that in the trash and there will be a new one. And so I guess I've only did one week on that. Yeah. Well, if for all the people, by the way, who got them right away, the time was coming, you know? And so now everybody gets to relax and we get to talk about other stuff on our little program today. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about employees and, um, and what's going on. So we've had two lawsuits. I mean, I'm sure there's more, but I, two that I found. One is Smithfield yeah. Foods and the other is McDonald's. So the backdrop is that employees were suing Smithfield Foods and employees were suing McDonald's, basically saying that you're not protecting us from COVID. You're not doing enough. And the Smithfield Food Court said, yeah, this is like an OSHA thing. I don't know. The rules keep changing. What am I supposed to do? Judge in the McDonald's case said, well, that's interesting. I, uh, I'm a judge, so I'll let you know how it turns out. So that case moves forward. So we and that was a class action, right? The McDonald's. Are they both class actions? Or yeah, they're both on behalf of all the employees. But, you yeah. know, like in... in um, Every, everybody's trying to kind of keep up with whatever the newest rules are. And uh, the argument is that some employers aren't doing a very good job of that. So that, that is basically what's and We talked about that last week. I mean, that was the, one of the things that everybody's concerned about 
our business is going to get this uh, blanket protection? Are they going right. to get some favorable treatment or are we just going to have lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit? Right. So with that being said, I'm going to turn it over to you. And I, if you share your screen, I swear everybody's going to go crazy. <laughs> You're about to we share we literally worked out the kinks here. So um, if it, if it doesn't work, then I'm fired. I was told. We have, we, I, you're a partner. You can't be fired. Um, you know, there are five subscribers now to our podcast, by the way. This is even before I promoted it. And so they will not be tortured by having to watch our problems with, with the stream. But uh, I'm one of the five. So there's, there's four subscribers, really, to the podcast. All right. You're the boss. Talk to us about, about the law. By the way, it is 10 minutes into the podcast. I mean, into the show. And so it is appropriate to have some content. Go ahead. All right. Uh, so we're going to talk about anti-discrimination laws that employers are faced with and COVID-19. Um, we're talking about ADA, those types of things. So there's been a lot of questions about what can employers do um, with their employees to, to make sure that, you know, they're not infecting your entire workforce. Um, so employers can ask employees if they've been diagnosed with COVID-19. They can ask them if they have symptoms. Uh, they can ask if they've been tested. And they can take the temperature of employees. So all that is perfectly legal. Now, an employer can exclude employees from their physical place of business um, and we distinguish that from working remotely or working from home. But if, if somebody has tested positive for COVID-19, if they have symptoms or if they refuse to answer your questions, you know, you ask them legitimate questions and they don't want to answer, you can uh, prevent them from entering onto your premises physically. Now uh, with telework, uh, the, the, it is not true for that. You can't, <laughs> be asking all your employees who are working from home in-depth personal questions like you can if they're coming into the office. So um, yeah, you, you don't, that's the flexibility they have working from home. It's mainly to protect your workforce. So then employers then have to decide what do they do with this information? Um, so the ADA prohibits a broad disclosure of COVID-19 diagnosis. So if you've got an employee who tests positive, you don't just send out an email to everybody that says, Hey, Bob just tested positive for COVID-19, stay away from him. Um, so that's not allowed. It's to be disclosed to people that need to know and need to know only, uh, like a supervisor or a manager. Um, and so you can tell people generally that someone has tested positive, uh, but you're not supposed to give out names and, and say who they are. Um, and if somebody has to work remotely because they have COVID-19, they've tested positive, or they have to go on leave, um, you're not supposed to tell them it's because of that. So you have to be careful with medical information of your employees. Um, now let's talk about older or at-risk employees. Questions have come up about whether you can require them to work from home. Um, and the answer is no, unless they have 
COVID-19 or they've um, got symptoms. But if they don't have symptoms, you can't say you're old, so you have to work from home. Uh, even people who are maybe in a more susceptible situation, you can't force them uh, unless they are they have tested positive. Um, so you have to be careful not to discriminate there. Um, but the flip side is you don't have to grant the request to work from home just because they're in this at-risk category. Um, and you can't lay off people or furlough people simply because of their age or that they're at risk. Um, people have talked about when this is over, this wave where everybody's not necessarily working from home or doesn't have to, uh, they're concerned that employers are concerned that they have to continue this. They have to continue to offer work from home alternatives to people. So the answer is no, you don't have a duty to extend that to everybody. But as a reminder, ADA, if there is a legitimate disability, um, then you need to um, come up with reasonable accommodations, which working from home might be a reasonable accommodation. Um, but there may be something else you can do at your physical office location that will accommodate them uh, short of working from home. So anyway, those are some things employers are kind of worried about with you know, it's kind of a sensitive subject when you're talking about health of people, uh, you're having medical information and, and how to protect your employees without disclosing sensitive information. Well, that seemed like both a lot of content and a lot of good stuff. And most importantly, you were able to close the screen. So you <laughs> nailed it this week. So I get to keep my job one more week. One more week. I guess you're still you're you're still on the show that you co-host. Um, so one thing that um, is kind of uh, you know popular on on this uh, little program of ours is to have uh, get gas. At least I like to have gas. I don't know. Um, so I have Chad Chawanda on on our our show now to give a little background. Uh, Chad is um, from Africa. He's from Zimbabwe. He's done a lot of work around the world, um, living in South Africa right now. And really, most importantly, so there's a clear record on this. And you can back me up, Chad. You will be president of Zimbabwe, and I get to be ambassador to somewhere, right? Certainly. Okay. That, that, that's that's done. <laughs> this is this, this is all very very. Very good news for me. All right, so so Chad, kind of like the big the big thing is that we like to hear about what things are like during this time in other parts of the world. So talk to us. What is going on in South Africa? What's life like during this? Thank you very much, John. And uh, hi, Adam. How are you? Good. How are you? Very well, thank you. Um, yeah, thank you very much for, for bringing me in. Um, South Africa is, is quite interesting. Uh, you might be aware that uh, when this whole thing started, South Africa is one of the countries that came up with the most stringent uh, uh, lockdown rules. Uh, for instance, we couldn't walk the dogs, we couldn't exercise. Um, you know, we, we literally had to stay indoors. And uh, if you're seen walking outside, you will be arrested. So it's, it's, 
it 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 was tough. However, uh, they realized that uh, it had a huge impact on the on the economy. South Africa being a country that uh, relies a lot on tourism uh, revenue, they realized that uh, you know it 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 was a huge impact on the economy, and um, you know the fact that. Uh, uh, restaurants are closed. The fact that um, you know there are no tourists coming in, and um, majority of the businesses were closed. The only thing that was open was supermarkets. So for almost a month, we only had uh, for over a month, about forty days, we only had supermarkets open and hospitals. That's all we had open. No one was allowed to drink alcohol, no smoking, no exercising. But well. Uh, what is interesting is that uh, in five days uh, in, into our lockdown, uh, I see what's happening in, in, in the States in terms of police brutality and stuff. Five days in the lockdown, we had five deaths from corona uh, and eight deaths from police. So... So, you know, it's... Was there, was there a lot of reports of domestic violence? Because in a lot of the countries... I mean, even here in the U.S. there was some, but in the countries that had a severe lockdown, one of the big issues was domestic violence. Certainly, Zimbabwe has a big issue on domestic violence, uh, and and a lot of the African countries, uh, you know, have a big issue with uh, domestic violence caused, uh, you know, by the by the lockdown. So that's one of the things. But if I talk about Zimbabwe, moving away from South Africa, if I talk about Zimbabwe, so you look at uh, other African countries, South Africa is a little bit unique because it's a well-established economy. It's, it's Africa's second largest economy. Uh, you know, infrastructure is, 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 is uh, probably close to world-class. But you have countries like Zimbabwe, Zambia, Tanzania, where probably 30, Zimbabwe, 95%, of the population is self-employed. So these are traders, you know, uh, you know, um, sole property, uh, proprietors and stuff like that. So it's very difficult. These guys don't save, majority of them. So when you tell them to go on a lockdown for 30 days, you're simply saying to them, uh, it's, uh, it's better for you to die of hunger uh, than of uh, COVID-19. So it's been a really big issue. Uh, you know, in 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 some of these uh, African countries, and there's no government bailout, there's no tax breaks, there's nothing. So it's it's been really, really, really a tough time uh, for majority of small entrepreneurs and small businesses around. And uh, you know, there's no because of unemployment as well. Um, you know, you can't even talk about any legal issues or anyone going to argue a case about, uh, you know, um, paid or unpaid leave. But what, 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 but what is interesting as an opportunity is that um, Africa is more than 500,000 people. I mean, 500 million people uh, who have access to mobile platforms or digital or internet. So that's a huge number. And um, if it's turned around in a positive manner, uh, it can change everything because there are a lot of kids that didn't have access to to education. If they can get access to education through online platforms, uh, it can change everything. So there are some positives in this, 
um, I've seen quite a number of companies now starting to look at uh, pro, uh, pro pro digital platforms. Uh, I think there's going to be some job cuts or job losses as um, what has happened is that uh, businesses, established businesses had to do away with some key staff members, uh, you know, because they, they simply can't come in. And uh, they then realize that they can actually work without these people. So, you know, there's, there's that element of um, uh, coming up with lean structures. So it's, 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 it's really interesting times. Well, I definitely appreciate you being on. Just sort of as a little more context too, Chad, you know, is a leading entrepreneur and promotes uh, business development throughout Africa. And so it's very cool that you were able to come on and I will give everybody the background that he and I are such good friends. He came to visit in July. When did you come to Arizona? July, August? Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was it was summer. <laughs> yeah, I think I think yeah, I think I think the lesson has been learned uh, that next visit in the middle of what is winter for you, it'll be my yeah. turn. So we'll we'll see you. But thanks for 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 coming on. We really appreciate, especially when everybody's bitching about what's going on in the U.S. Like when you can't walk the dog, that's pretty serious, you know. So thank. I know, eh? <laughs> no, thank you very much for having me. You bet. So, turns out that the Southern Hemisphere, I got all the people. Next week, maybe we'll try. You know, it's midnight there. This is a really important show. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you think about it. I mean, it was crazy. They, if you have no safety net and the government shuts you down and you're an entrepreneur, you just have your own business and they tell you you can't operate and there's no unemployment, there's no there's no nothing. You just don't have money. I mean, that's, I mean, it's a humanitarian disaster. I just, I I get it. I mean, I understand that there's certain decisions that need to be made to stop the spread of the virus. But I mean, in some of these countries, I just don't know how many people were killing of hunger. Um, So I got an email from my kid's school. Um, I'm not about to tell you my kids' grades, but I am about to tell you that 71.8% of families support or strongly support the August 5th opening of their schools. That's one of our poll questions. What do you think about that? We're going to open schools. You know that, right? What do you think? What, whether we should? Well, I don't know. You're like nervous sending your kid? Yeah. Well, my my kids are in college, but... um, (laughs) You're nervous sending your kids? It's whatever they want to do. No. I, I, I feel like I didn't send a grad, uh, high school graduation gift. They're all in college. <laughs> the time flies. They were really the small. Flies. Yeah, I, I think they need to go back. I think they're yeah. going stir crazy. But Yep. All right, so here's the good news. I got some questions, and then we're actually going to go over the polls. Okay? You ready? Yeah. All right. This one's for you. Regarding work at office from a work at home situation assuming no disability issue for the employee is an employer able to make the employees work at home if the employee is uncomfortable or do you have to reasonably accommodate them if there's no legal disability so are they saying you the employer wants the person to work from home but no i'm sorry the employer wants them to work from the office but they're just uncomfortable coming in is just uncomfortable enough oh 
So um, if they have not tested positive and they don't have symptoms, um, no, you don't, there's no requirement. There's no obligation to accommodate them unless there's some, and they said there's no disability, right? In that, in their question. Right. Yeah. If they had a disability, you might have to make some accommodation, but if they don't and they just say, you know what, I'm, I'm really concerned, uh, then there is no requirement that you, you know, have to make them work from home or allow them to work from home. You know, one of the questions that would kind of somewhat related to that is concerning the dollar for dollar credit for employer sick leave for COVID. Can, if a remote employee is sick and can't work, can we, can we ask if they have COVID to see if we can get the credit? The, the answer is yes. You can actually ask yes. your if they have kept COVID, which is a little bit different than other diseases. So you can ask, and then you can also ask them for a copy of the doctor's note, et cetera, for why they can't work. It really doesn't matter if they're there. Um, now you can ask if they, if they're telling you they have a disability that requires accommodation, the employer can ask for some evidence of the disability. Um, the important thing though, is whatever you get from the employee about their disability cannot be just thrown into your, you know, file. It's gotta be kept protected, safe, separate, and you just can't be mixing up employee medical information with your standard stuff. Good point. Um, is the requirement to close your business if you found out a customer, a patient, or employee has COVID? Do you need to close? No, close. no requirement to close. It's totally discretionary. You might want to for a variety of reasons. Yeah, I mean, I but guess at this point you get sued. Maybe if you're McDonald's, if you're Smithfield Food, no. I mean, it's hard to know. But it seems like you do need to take some sort of reasonable steps, right? At least that would be my. Yeah. And that's what the litigation is going to be about. What's reasonable. Yeah. You know, if somebody's is test positive, is it reasonable to shut down your entire company for a month or, you know, what, what's the requirement? And if you just keep, if you just make them stay home and disinfect and go about business as usual, is that now falling below the standard of care? And now have you not done enough to protect your employees? And that's what all these lawsuits are going to decide. So, you know, a follow-up question was whether 1099 contractors are, you know, could you require them to be on site? Can you ask contractors the same thing? Yeah, the short answer is ADA doesn't even protect them. So you, you could do a ton of stuff with them that you couldn't, um, <laughs> you know, in other cases. So you could take their temperature, you could do whatever. Turns out they don't have many rights um, exactly the same, <laughs> at least as other people. Um, Amy did ask if we could apply for more money through PPP because of the new rule. Sorry, too late, you lose. <laughs> that was the maximum you could get. It's just a question of whether or not you can, um, you know, whether or not you can get forgiven for it. Um, employer require testing what? at employer's expense. The answer is probably not. You probably can't do that. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the polls because I guess that they're fun to take and then I never talk about them. So first question was, would you allow an app on your phone for contact tracing that's anonymously tracking your movements? 40% said yes and 60% no. What do you think, Adam? Would you do that? I don't like it. You know, I just, I don't like the whole- Somebody following you around. Out. What's funny for me is I love the fact that my phone tells me, oh, 
you're going to work. It's going to take you 12 minutes. Like my phone is all in my business right. and I kind of like it. So I, I would be a yes. So we split on that. Do you support reopening schools in August? So half people said absolutely. 27% said maybe with smaller class sizes. So we're about 77% of people in our group, which is similar to what they found. I mean, I think that that's kind of the majority thing. There was uh, one response of just no way. So there are going to be people who keep their kids home. I actually expect there'll be some dispensation for that, that they will allow for that. There will be some homeschooling. Um, turns mm -hmm. out three quarters of the people who watch us are ready for sports to be on TV. That should be no surprise because I talk about it all the time. It makes everybody inspired. Um, you know, two, almost, almost three quarters, 73% of people have increased their saving during this time as opposed to decreased it. How about you? Do you have more money in the bank than you had at the beginning? Yeah, I, I think just spending kind of cramped down and you're, you're sitting in your home and not right. going out to eat as much. That really is oh, incredible. That really is crazy. Um, about half the people are, yes, comfortable in a bar or restaurant and a quarter of them are kind of comfortable. So we're getting there. I mean, that number, by the way, a few weeks ago was very different. Only about a third of the people were comfortable. And then finally, have you had an employee or you personally fearful of returning to the workplace? 70% of the people said yes. So it's kind of interesting-ish stuff. Um, so I, I have one more poll question that we should ask. Okay. Mexico um, during at, at this time where would you be comfortable flying to Mexico well the the answer on the panel is at least 50% um, I will tell you on our plane to Dallas there was a decent number of people on our plane from Dallas to Cancun that there was like 11 people including a few Mexicans who were like in full full face mask n95 literally like that painters cover up. And so that is, that is, you know, kind of the new normal, I guess, that you have people who are ready for space extraction on the plane. But um, yeah, it was, uh, it was not bad and uh, symptom free after a few days. So I got that going for me. Congratulations. You bet. By the way, Mexico spiking right now with cases. So I'm glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Next week, we'll answer a few other questions and whatever. As always, on YouTube, Flash Person Law, um, you can watch this. Um, or now, apparently, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, blah, blah, blah. If you have any questions, always can email us. Fuck at radixlaw.com or jfruitkin at radixlaw.com. Everybody have a great week. We'll see you next time.